Hey everyone, it is me, Lauren, your creative mentor, and whew, today we're going to finally talk about art school. Figured, you know, we're six months into this now. I've been mentioning it in passing for a while, and I might as well just get into it. But, oh, the little spiel. Uh, we're starting a new month, so if you're new to the podcast, I actually very intentionally like set these up for when they come out. Uh, every podcast um, follow, falls under mostly one theme for the month, uh, and this month I want to talk about kind of dealing with like stress, trauma in your personal life and maybe even your professional one and just another kind of layer to the mental health and happiness of being a working creative. And I feel like art school is a really good place to start because that's actually the root of a lot of our habits as working creatives. And we all have a lot of feelings about college and loans and art school and all that stuff and the attitudes they perpetuate, the good things about them, the bad things about them, all of that. But before we get too deep into that, I just want to remind everybody that if anyone is giving you advice about money, career, or happiness, you should vet who that person is. And I do all three of those things. So, um, you know, I used to have a much longer spiel about it, but really, um, you can look me up on LinkedIn at Lauren Versino and just check out my credentials and make sure that I'm someone you want to listen to. Um, I just really want to be as transparent as possible, but uh, essentially this is my way of trying to even the playing field for the creative industry because I think there's a lot of information gatekeeping and lack of preparation to be successful at this kind of career, and I just want to help everybody um, have the same shot because the way that the system of capitalism is set up and working in it, um, it's not fair. So I'm trying to make this a little more fair. And I also want you to be more successful than I've been. So we'll just leave it at that. And um, off we go. Oh, so art school. I majored in fine art, sculpture. And now I do graphic design and creative strategy for one of the top sports brands in the world. They're not the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had every job. I've worked for myself. I've worked for shitty people, but they've all been in graphic design because when I graduated art school with a Bachelor of the Fine Arts in 2013, Instagram was just turning into what it was. Facebook didn't even have ads yet and all of that. So social media was like super baby. It, it was just a little cell of what it is now. And um, there was no Skillshare. There was none of that. All of that was being developed. So that's kind of where my experience is coming in. And I was really frustrated in my fine arts classes because like, yeah, I can sit and make a sculpture and do like an area of study. I spent a lot of time making work about um, synesthesia because I have really vivid auditory synesthesia to the point where sometimes... I can remember the color of how somebody sounds better than I can rem remember their face or their name. And so I was exploring that in art school and like reptiles and taxidermy forms without doing taxidermy and all that stuff. But I also knew every time I spent money and time making something, like how do I get my money and time back? Like what's my return on investment? 
And I spent a lot of time in art school asking these questions and like reading all these things my teachers would tell me to read and asking like, well, why is this artist the authority? Why did we, why are we reading about this guy's work or studying this and like what's going on? And those layers of questions I would ask like weren't really met with a lot of answers. So I started to get really frustrated. And I decided to minor in general business because I was like, well, if we're going to talk in like abstract theoretical art terms all day, I need something that's like a little more black and white and tangible for me. And that's kind of when I really started to begin to understand that I, I'm both left and right brained in so many words. So that kind of became my big question of life. Like, how do you do this? And when I reflect on my time in art school, I loved printmaking, all that stuff. But I didn't touch Photoshop until I was in my last semester of college ever. And so when I went out into the working world, I had to lie and be like, yeah, I know how this works. I just was familiar with what it looked like, but I didn't know how to do Photoshop. I didn't know how to do Illustrator. And I just learned how to do InDesign to the extent that I do now, maybe two years ago. And so I just like had no exposure to Adobe in college. And it, I feel like it's a must if you're going to work in the creative field at all, or at least know you know, the dupes forum and work in a digital program at all, because a lot of what we do now, like the tradition of it, as in like the traditional media side of it is falling to the wayside or evolving more digitally with the exception of a couple of fields, of course, like, you know, uh, jewelry making, I was going to say tattooing, but like we draw on iPads now and all that stuff. So that was my general experience and I'm gonna be really honest with you guys you know I went to VCU to their number one program they're the number one arts public art school in the country and even though I lived in Virginia for a long time I wasn't living there when I applied to go there for college so I had to pay out-of-state tuition and their out-of-state acceptance rate into their art program was 11 percent and I had shitty grades <laughs> but I got in but I had to pay full price which I think at the time was $34,000 a semester so you have two semesters a year and then you have art foundation and then your major which just takes four years so that's five years of college at $34,000 a year that's that's like a really really hefty price tag and like, you know, my parents, that's like $170,000 when all is said and done. And my parents, um, you know, we took out loans and stuff. I didn't take out loans for my entire college. I was really privileged in the sense that, you know, my I had um, some veterans in my family that had set up um, some like bonds, trusts, things like that. Like, I, I'm truly, like, monetarily privileged to have had most of my college covered and not needing loans. But I still needed, like, a semester's worth of loans. I had a $32,000 federal loan at one point. And I've paid it off since then. But it, it's just, like, w what? <laughs> like, okay, you're going to pay... Let's just say 120,000. That's a pretty like decent average for how much uh, a four-year university cost is with no help for people. 
how do you get that back to pay for itself, especially when the median income level for just creative jobs in general, not necessarily specialized ones, is about forty to $50,000 a year. So it, if I did that math, it would take just as long as I went to school to pay it off. Like if I used 100% of my salary for five years to just pay for college, but that's not realistic. So then you'd think, okay, in 10 years you'd pay that off. But then you have the interest rates, which were like seeing drowning people, yada, yada, yada. And that, of course, gets people to pop off about it like literally I just did. So a lot of people ask me like, well, was that worth it? And that's a really difficult question to ask because I think especially at the time I was looking for work, my it was more valuable that I had a bachelor in the fine arts than if I had a portfolio I would not have been capable of making at that time. So I essentially paid a huge entrance fee into my field is how I feel about it. Because while I have all of the tools to fix everything in the condo that I bought through the pandemic, and I have the ability to fix a lot of stuff around my house just because I learned how to work in a wood shop and a metal shop and sculpt stuff and plaster things. <laughs> I have a lot of good handy skills for being a sculptor. But when it came time to define what I wanted in my life, I wanted to make money. I went to college to make money. I can be creative any kind of way. I didn't ask myself why I went to art school. It was just I liked doing art, so I went to art school. I didn't sit and think and dream about having a creative job as a teenager. I just had been drawing since I was 12. And my mom always put me in pottery classes, so I liked making stuff out of clay. The only thing I knew about myself by the time I was in college, and I went to college when I was 17, the only thing I knew about myself was that my name was Lauren, I like lizards, and I like art. Let me do something with that. And, you know, if I could, knowing now as an adult the value of $170,000... <laughs> And knowing how the workforce works, I would tell people, go try jobs for a year or two before you decide you want to take on the expense of college. And just try things and see what you like. Because also, I went to school to be a sculptor, but I loved illustrating. I didn't get into their illustration program, and I didn't know you could just like decide to go to a different school. Because the whole entrance process, like, you just don't know any better. And neither do your parents if you're the first kid, like me. I'm the oldest. So all of that was just, like, a big question mark. And it cost me a lot of time and effort. It cost my parents a lot of time and effort. And so switching schools after a year of art foundation because I didn't get into the program I wanted just didn't factor into my brain. But then when I went to go ink with DC Comics for a Batman Superman book, so there's a book out there I inked that y'all have probably read if you're into that, I hated that job. I would have gone to college for a job I didn't enjoy doing in the end, which happens. It happens even if you do know what you're doing. So that's also like a possibility about it. So when people ask me, is it worth the money? 
that's a really hard question to ask because it's like, well, what's your value? Do you know what you want to do? Do you want to use college to explore what you want to do? Because that's worth it. That's worth doing. Do you have time? Do you have the resources? Is there a program or a school you've been really looking at and excited about when you went to go visit? These are all questions that when you're 17, you don't know to ask yourself. You don't know any better. Are you looking to have the answer to college be, how do I make the most money like out in the world? Or are you asking, who am I? What's my creative voice? These are two really different questions. Again, you don't know how to ask yourself at 17. And these are the things when I reflect back on art school, I'm like really frustrated about because, you know, just going to make art and knowing how much it cost and not always having the money I needed to pay for my supplies or what I was being asked and not having time. I had to do general credits. I did my minor, which I chose to be, I chose to minor in something, but I didn't have time to do the reading read a book for my one English class, do a whole project for my math class, study my sculpture, like build my sculpture for my once a month critique and then also stomach a critique and then go work my part-time job, have a social life and have a boyfriend. I couldn't manage all of that. That is a wild thing to ask people to manage. Because also when you're in college, you're kind of in this like hybrid system of like being a pseudo adult. You're like not a kid, but you're not an adult, but you're like paying your bills and you're learning how to budget stuff and you have to buy your own groceries and figure out how to rent an apartment for the first time. And then you're like everyone's drinking and figuring that out and being on drugs and going to school and staying up all night. And some people are studying all night and you're exhausted and and you're like exploring relationships for the first time like a lot happens in college but also with very little consequence you know you don't really get evicted because your parents mostly are there I know there are parents that are not there for people same federal loan that you like don't understand and financial aid is like coming in or or falling back and like you just have all these like weird pseudo adult problems that it it's very distracting. I also had a really like shitty like drawing teacher who if we didn't get quiet in class at the in the amount of time he wanted us to, he assigned us 120 drawings. So I would be at work drawing like 120 drawings and then audiobook listening to my English book I'm supposed to be reading like Dracula or whatever it was. And then I would go home and work on my sculpture. And it was just like I was working on two classes worth of work at once while I also was working to go home and do more schoolwork. And it, it was just like, that's a lot. That's a lot. And to pay $170,000 for that and then not having any of your own money to do anything with is like a huge ask for people. And so I think like the questions start to come up. What is school for? Is school for your own enrichment? Is school for networking? Because that's a whole other thing I didn't even touch on. My school had art talks every week. And in my brain, I did not understand that if I went, I would meet people and I would connect with these speakers and I could talk to them and network and, and 
go to their other talks or visit their gallery or volunteer on a project they were doing for experience. Nobody point blank ever explained that that was valuable to me. I didn't get that and I missed that for five years, four and a half. I graduated early because I summer schooled the shit out of myself. But like that's a whole other thing. You you just get access to like all of this creative stuff you didn't have in high school or unless you went to a specialty high school or like things like that. And so the context of everything is academia. And unless you understand academia, you don't understand the value of going to school. And that 100% was me. I was so focused on trying to get a career and trying to make money and trying to get a job because that's what I thought college was for, that I was doing all of that work, Dracula audio book, drawing, going to work, coming home to work on school, that any moment I had to myself, I was not going to an artist lecture. I was not volunteering myself anywhere because I was beat, man. I was burned out. And so it gets into this question of like, why do you even want to be a student? Like if you can answer that question, if you want to be an artist in academia and you want to read about other people's perspective and you want to sit in a class and like pontificate on any art, whatever, you're going to love art school. It's going to be the perfect place for you. Maybe you want to be an art historian. Maybe you want to be an archive person for museums. Maybe you want to be a professor. Maybe you want to be a gallery owner or a curator or something. There's a lot of value in art school, I think, for those because they're more academic versions of art, in my opinion, which I have a limited like view of what that even is also. But I think that that's where this question comes up. Like, what kind of creative are you? What do you want out of school? Like, do you want to go back to school? Do you want your master's? Do you want your PhD? Like, what do you want in art? What do you want from art? How do you want to be involved with art? And for me, I wanted to just go into the workforce. I couldn't get out of college fast enough. I didn't change the programs. I didn't change my major. I didn't volunteer for stuff. I just went the fuck to school so I could stop going to school and get my degree and it was very anticlimactic when I got it and like it it just I was more interested in entrepreneurship and organizational behavior I mean you hear it all over the podcast this system that system this process that process these people interpersonal skills deep three but I didn't know that about me at the time And I don't know what I could have done differently to learn that about me, to use college more to my advantage. Because the more I think about art school, the less I think I used it to my advantage, but it's because I didn't know any better. And that's part of why I think my podcast like exploration can be very valuable to anyone listening to me who might be in college, fresh out of college or anything like that. Because if I had this, what I'm making right now, when I was 17 to just like consider or listen to somebody's thoughts about, I think I could have shifted my way of thinking a lot differently to make school work for me so much better 
But back in 2013, we barely even had podcasts. So I was like a little bit of a victim of my time. But at the same time, like, I just didn't know any better. I also went to a different school every year in high school. I didn't really have a grounding experience about school at all. So going to one school for four and a half years, I had literally never done before. And there are a ton of people out there like me who have that experience. So I didn't know how to view school really even in the first place anyway. So of course I was super lost when I got there. Like (laughs) it didn't make any sense to me. And so I think asking yourself, if I'm going to go to art school, what is it for? Because if you feel like you need a bachelor's degree to get into job interviews for what you want, maybe that's valuable. But also maybe getting an associate's degree at a community college for way fucking less money in just liberal arts, fine arts, graphic design, anything, maybe that's good enough. Maybe getting a certificate on Skillshare you have to pay $100 a month for, or no, $100 a year for, to be certified in a UX UI course taught by the Adobe guy is good enough for the jobs you're going for. These are the kinds of questions that are now available that maybe weren't back when I went to school or when you started school. I'm not sure. I can't go back in time and tell you what the answer is. But these are the breakdowns in communication, I think, that happen within art school. And I think that's why a lot of millennials my age, elder millennials, are really frustrated with their student loans, especially if they went to art school. Because when I was applying for a federal student loan, it was not clear to me, again, a 17-year-old who never had a bank account up to this point, it didn't make sense to me like any of it. I didn't know how much the interest would be charged. I didn't know how much I would get charged a month to pay back my loan when my school was over for six months. I didn't know the cost it would take to take out thirty two, thirty four thousand dollars $34,000. Like it costs money to have a loan in the interest you pay on the loan. And that like Nobody explains that concept to you in high school. Maybe they do now. They fucking better. But like, I think a lot of people and a lot of their parents got stuck in a really shitty loan deal because now a lot of my friends who owe like their student debt back, the wage that they pay on that every month is based off of their parents' income, not theirs. I know people who pay $900 a month to their student loans. And they still have like $100,000 to go. So if you're paying $900 a month on your student loan, and then you have your rent, which is probably $1,100 a month, you're at almost two, you're at $2,000 a month just in pure paying expenses. That doesn't include if you need to have a car and the car insurance, and maybe you have a kid, or maybe you're sick. Or, you know, maybe your job is only $50,000 a year. If you have to pay $2,000 a month just to, like, have a roof over your head making fifty k a year, you're struggling. And so many people are in that trap. And, like, refinancing it or defaulting or whatever, I don't know how that affects your credit score. But also, credit scores didn't show up to, like, the 80s. And now we need them for everything. You have to have good credit to be accepted for an apartment, a car loan, a mortgage loan, 
any of that. And a lot of us don't have credit cards or we have really bad credit because of all of this other shit. And it's and these student loans are the first time this has shown up in the financial health of a generation to the extent in which it has. So we don't even know how this goes yet. We're watching it unfold in front of us. And I think that's a huge point of contention for how people feel about going to art school because the cost is so much higher than the payoff for a lot of people. I am super privileged. I was able to pay off my student loan. It is a non-factor for me. I moved to a place where I learned via the resources I've given you during this podcast. I learned that I should be paid, you know, somewhere in the range of 60 to $75,000 a year. And I'm paid that. That's really high for a lot of designers. Granted, it costs a lot to live in Chicago, but I was able to save a safety net. I have savings. I have a retirement account. I have mutual fund stocks because I've invested in that with the extra money I had. I bought my home in the pandemic before the housing market like went to rock bottom and now you have to have $15,000 or more to even be looked at. I'm so fortunate and I am so lucky because of how I've managed things. And this is another huge piece of why I do this podcast. Because if you can get a little bit financially literate and you can get a little bit more savvy in how much your skill sets are worth and you can get a little bit more confident in understanding where your feelings lie in relation to other creatives that you might not be able to talk to, then you can start to build on yourself. And if you're drowning in student debt or any debt in general and you can learn all these things, like there's enough money in the creative industry to help you breathe a little bit. My head is above water. A lot of people are right here where the water's under their nose and a lot of people are drowning. And I do all of this and I try to be candid about all these things and show you all of this stuff because I think that's where art school really failed all of us. And I, that's probably part of the reason that you're here. Art school failed you in this regard. And college in general failed you in this regard. I had to take a, a personal finance course for part of my business minor. That was the best fucking class I ever took in college. I learned so much about taxes and credit and all of that. And then I started to roll that in and get into like the working world and learning tax forms and garbage that's like adult shit that's boring. Like (laughs) I figured all of that out. And it's just like, it's such a failure that no institution of school teaches you that. And I go back to this question, what is school for for art people creatives it's a really hard question to answer because like we were talking about last week it's very hard to quantify our value so how do you quantify the value of art school where do you fit how do you feel where's your boundary of creative joy and working what do you want to go to school for I personally don't think it matters if you're a creative. I don't think it matters what your major was, just so long as you have a bachelor's degree. I don't think anyone cares. 
once you start getting experience and it shows that you're college educated at all, I think that still matters to employers. But I think as people like me, elder millennials become people who are actually reading resumes and getting a bigger say in how you hire people and who you hire. I think we're going to be a lot more lenient on that stuff. I also think if you have a killer portfolio, which maybe you need to go to school to make a portfolio, that's valuable if that's where your value lies. I think it doesn't matter if you have a degree at all. If you can do the work and the job knows the value of the work at X amount of dollars, you can walk through the door as far as I'm concerned. I can't wait to have the power to start hiring teams because I'm going to be so much more lenient for people because I don't care how you got educated. I care that you're not an asshole. I care that you can do the work I need you to do in the time I need you to do it. And I care that you are flexible and creative at problem solving because that's all the things that I need from the team I work with now that I'm on and I don't manage. And I just hope that that is a like-minded thing for a lot of different kinds of creatives. And so I think the other big question is like, how does school help you in the real world? Like I was saying, if you want to be in the museums and you want to like archive stuff or restore paintings or, or do specific kinds of work that are maybe a little more academic and technical and skill in that regard, absolutely. I think art school is worth going to. But going to private art schools, unless they're a pipeline also into a certain kind of field. I definitely have friends who are in animation and their school and everybody in that like world of animation went to kind of the same school. And there are definitely school pipelines that get you straight into studios of whatever, depending on what you're doing. That is valuable as far as art school is concerned. And so... You know, I get really nervous talking about art school for whatever reason because I feel like it's a really touchy subject and I kind of feel like there's an art school mafia that's going to like come after me, but none of that's real. I personally was so frustrated with my school and I do not attribute any of my success to going to art school. I am a self-taught graphic designer. I was not an academic I never participated in clubs. I never was a pick me student. I just wanted to shut up and draw in class. And I didn't care what one plus one was. I don't know how to spell anything because I just didn't. It wasn't my calling. It wasn't what I cared about. And it makes me laugh now when I'm at work and partaking in company cultures and, and social things that I am totally a pick me person at work. Pick me. I want to do that. Pick me. I want to do that. This is interesting. This is interesting. This could be better. This is creative. This is a problem to solve. This is a process that could be more efficient. Dee, 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 dee. Like, who is that person? I didn't know her till I started working. I learned all the Adobe programs on the job. I suckered my jobs into paying me, like for me to go to courses to learn how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and Adobe XD and I'm being paid to learn Figma right now which is like a wireframing UI UX software and like a process to talk and proof and blah 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 like I have always been paid I've been paid to learn how to be a graphic designer on the job so also that is a possible pathway for you too and you know I have 5,400 TikTok followers and that's by accident, but that's, I'm a micro influencer, which is valuable to marketing teams. I didn't learn that shit in school. 
I just fell into it because I was interested. And so, like, that's what's so weird about all of this. Because I also know people who, like, loved going to art school. They lived at the studio. They loved making things all day. They'd love to be an alumni of their college. I always joke around. I will absolutely go speak at my college if they ever ask me to. But, like, I was so frustrated with the politics of going to college, how much it cost me all of the time, how I never was able to manage my time well because there just wasn't enough hours in the day. And that's another thing that I think students really need to hear. And that's another reason we all suck when we get to work. We have such bad boundaries when we get to our jobs because college didn't teach us how to have any. It's be at school all the time. Be at school all the time. 24-7. Work on your stuff. Don't have time for you. Ba, ba, ba. You're pulling all-nighters. No wonder you're working long hours at a salaried rate for no more money. You were taught to work that way. Me, personally, I think I only did an all-nighter once, and it was because I was like making something. I didn't even finish it because I was like, you know what? This isn't worth it. It's not worth cutting out a gajillion scales out of paint chips to make an iguana out of like all these color schemes to mean whatever the hell it meant in synesthesia. I'm going to take this to my critique tomorrow half done and I want to talk about how there wasn't enough time to make this. I'm not staying up and I'm not doing this when I have to go to work in the morning, come here, pick up my project, go to my critique, be critiqued by my peers who, what the hell do they know about art and art school? We're on the same level. Be critiqued for an hour about their own personal taste in response to my work. They can all fuck off as far as I'm concerned. That was me in art school. I was so frustrated all the time. And the only thing I really think I took out of art school was you could say the shittiest, most unproductive thing to me. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think the way you edited this is just dumb. Okay, well, what do you want to see then? I don't know. Just figure it out. Judge it up. All right. I'll go figure it out. I really have no emotions about this. Like That is a valuable skill art school taught me. <laughs> and you know what? That's almost worth how much it costs if you really, if you really ask me. I think the critique process of art school really did me a solid about how shitty the real world can be sometimes. But like I was just so frustrated because I didn't understand the context I was in. And how could I? I was 17 when I started. So, like, what habits did that teach me? How much money did that cost? Where did it get me? How do I feel about it? These are all these things about art school I was really frustrated about. And they're the same sorts of things I was seeing on TikTok. And I think people are really frustrated about art school because of the cost. I think if it cost thirty-four dollars to $50,000 to get a bachelor in arts, people wouldn't be so frustrated and upset about it. And I don't know how schools quantify the value of taking classes. I really have no idea. I don't know how much professors are paid. I don't know how much resources it costs. So I don't even know if that's a fair cost. But to me, to charge me $170,000 as a teenager to go to school, not only is that a really privileged thing for me to be able to do, but that's a really big burden of cost on anybody, even if you're from like a somewhat upper middle class family like I was. So I don't know what to do with that. 
but like that's where everyone's at and it's a really tricky position to be in and I don't really know how it helps everyone in the real world the only thing I really know is art school doesn't teach us very good habits we're not really good workers in regards to our own mental health because of that because it encourages us to not have boundaries between work and play and it's just a financial burden for the rest of your life (laughs) like I remember working with 35 year old women who majored in graphic design and majored in art history that were having their second child and they still had a student loan payment and I remember thinking oh I hope that's not me but I don't know yet this is my first design job that I just lied my way into (laughs) so that's like that's a tricky thing I would really love to know your perspective, especially if you're currently in school or you just graduated from school, um, because I'm sure it's very different, whatever your perspective is, because your experience had to have been so much more different than mine. I would hope that they taught you something about social media, and I would hope that maybe they brought up a little more of the financial stuff for you, and I would hope that maybe you had a little more foresight to go to artist talks where I didn't. Um, where now I go to talks all the time. I pay to go to talks now just as an adult because I get it. I like I get the value now. <laughs> so I would love for you guys to reach out and let me know. I'm going to be definitely doing some TikToks about this, but it's very tricky. I don't think I can sit here and tell you what the right answer is. Is it worth it to go to art school or not? I think it depends on where you your value lies. And I think up to this point in the podcast, we've asked ourselves enough questions to actually know that answer today. So, you know, I hope that is insightful. But um, that's that's the catalyst that sets us up for the entire time that we're working as creatives. Whether we're doing our own thing, we fall into small businesses, we're fine artists, we work for companies like I do or whatever it's it's a tricky time and I would love if for whatever reason we went to the same school you told me how you turned out because I don't talk to a lot of my graduating class we got scattered really fast I don't even know if going to school was valuable for them either so if you went let me know I'd love to interview you (laughs) or even just catch up but um you know whatever that's that's the art school talk (laughs) (laughs) reach out to me on uh linkedin my name's lauren versino it's spelled exactly as it sounds um pop a little message in there and like let's keep talking about it or head over to the patreon the creative mentor podcast patreon um this podcast will be up there any resources i ever say will be up there for free um if you want to buy into the premium content two dollars gets you these podcasts a week early seven dollars gets you my workbooks every month so you know, my podcasts fall into like a curriculum, essentially. I've, I've thought about this very intentionally. So every month there's like a workbook if you don't want to re-listen to like this podcast a zillion times. Or maybe I have a lot of resource links for you. They're all in those workbooks. They're $7 a month. And the other two tiers I took off because they weren't really working for like our vibe. But anything that you need, I have on my Patreon for free check out the YouTube channel. It's just the visual version of this podcast. And I have fabulous outfits. It's me, your favorite corporate goth. So (laughs) I hope to hear from you all and follow me on TikTok. It's the creative mentor. But honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, that's probably how you found it in the first place. So next week, we're going to be talking a little more about pandemic trauma in working, which is actually something that's happening in real time. 
So I think it would just be worthwhile to visit it and pontificate on whatever's going on with that. So I will talk to you all next week.